Welcome to the Minor and Landis Immigration Update, the podcast that helps immigration professionals, foreign nationals, and their employers stay abreast of the shifting and complex regulations involving immigration law. Welcome back to the podcast, and, and thanks for listening. If you find this podcast useful, please tell your friends. It's the only way we can grow. This week, we have another quick update, and it's good news. On March 30th, 2022, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, USCIS or the agency, published a final rule that expands premium processing service for additional immigration benefits, which will become effective on Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. Under the final rule, premium processing will become available to the following immigration benefits I'm going to list now. I'm going to read to you from a chart The writer of this podcast, Lynn Walker, has prepared, but if you'd like to see the chart for yourself, please go to Lynn's LinkedIn page by searching L-I-N Walker. So here it is, the updated fees and processing times for various immigration forms. Let's start with Form I-140 for Employment-Based First Preference Multinational Managers or Executives. The filing fee for that is $2,500, and the processing time is 45 days. An I-140 for employment-based second preference national interest waiver is also $2,500 and also 45 days. Form I-539 for change of status to F-1, F-2, J-1, J-2, or M-1, M-2 is $1,750 and will take 30 days. If you're doing a Form I-539 for change of status or extension of stay for E-1, E-2, E-3 dependents, H-4, L-2, O-3, P-4, or R-2, that is also $1,750 and will take 30 days of processing time. The Form I-765, which is the application for employment authorization, is $1,500 and takes 30 days of processing time. USCIS has indicated that the expansion of premium processing will be phased in with pending applications and petitions being eligible for conversion to premium processing service before new filings. Moreover, while the agency plans to prioritize premium processing for I-140 petitions for EB1C and NIW classification, I-765 applications for optional practical training and I-539 applications for F-1, F-2, J-1, J-2, and M-1, M-2 classification during fiscal year 2022, which runs from October 1, 2021 to September 30, 2022, all other I-539 and I-765 applications may have to wait until fiscal year 2025 before being eligible for such expedited service. And this is because the final rule states, and I quote, the USCIS Stabilization Act requires that when DHS implements the availability of premium processing or expands premium processing to new immigration benefit request types, DHS must ensure that such implementation or expansion does not result in an increase in processing times for immigration benefit requests not designated for premium processing or an increase in regular processing of immigration benefit requests so designated. Before DHS can implement the expansion of premium processing, 
provided in this rule, DHS must raise sufficient funds to ensure it has the staffing and information technology resources in place to expand premium processing availability to avoid increasing non-premium processing-related processing times. In addition to personnel and IT resources, there are other factors that may impact the expansion of premium processing benefits. According to the final rules, these include two things. One, the creation of Form I-907 that can be filed electronically to request premium processing service. And two, USCIS's discretion to establish additional conditions for premium processing eligibility. The final rule also explained that should USCIS issue a request for evidence or notice of intent to deny, the premium processing clock will stop. Once USCIS receives the response to the RFE or NOID, the premium processing clock starts over. For example, if USCIS issues an RFE on a Form I-140-EB1C petition, the 45-day processing timeline stops, and once USCIS receives the response to the RFE, the agency will have an additional 45 days to adjudicate the I-140 petition. It's important to note that although this final rule takes effect May 31, 2022, this does not mean that petitioners, applicants, beneficiaries, or their representatives may file premium processing requests for the above-stated benefits on May 31st. USCIS still must announce which immigration benefits will be eligible for premium processing and the date of eligibility, as well as any additional requirements that may apply. We hope you found this quick update useful. As always, Minor and Landis will continue to closely monitor all immigration-related government operations and will publish updates as they happen. If you have any questions, please contact our experienced immigration attorneys to schedule a consultation. Thanks for listening. Disclaimer. The information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization.